Welcome to the Inspiring Coaches Show, the podcast devoted to inspiring coaches to bring their professional dreams to life by revealing the knowledge, insights, and best practices of other inspiring coaches. I'm your host, Jen Anderson, PCC, early settler of the coaching industry, lover of all things coaching, and what coaching is doing to make the world a better place. There, as many of you know, I love to start every coaching session by asking my clients, what can we celebrate from your life today? And I want to welcome each of you to consider sending something in for future podcast episodes. So if there's something about your business that you'd love to celebrate, we always keep confidentiality in mind for sure. Um, but go ahead and send me two or three sentences about a celebration from your practice and working with clients, and, and I'll be excited to share those. Uh, for today, I'm actually going to steal uh, the show, the spotlight a little bit here, because I realized that today is the 25th anniversary of the day I went full-time in my own business as a coach. So I am super excited to be celebrating that. I'm actually celebrating all year long, because I love to celebrate, and why not? 25 years is a long time. Um, I can honestly say that I feel incredibly blessed to be able to do this work in the world and to have done it for 25 years um, blows my mind, honestly. <laughs> um, when I think about all the lives and all the people that I've, I've been able to work with um, and I'm truly grateful. So that's my official celebration. Yay! Yay! Can oh, I get you <laughs> There's our guest. Laray is coming in. Thank you for celebrating with me, Laray. I know that, that we got started in coaching about the same time. So, um, so lots to celebrate there. Um, okay, so well, today I'm excited to be welcoming Coach Larray Giddick to the show. Larray is going to be inspiring you to embody a mindset of wonder around expressing your full potential as a coach. All right, so some of those words might sound familiar about our coaching competencies, a mindset of wonder. Um, and, and, and Coach Larray has provided us with a quote for you to ponder. As we go to a quick break, um, the quote is, if you're working too hard, you're not coaching. So while you're pondering that bit of wisdom, we're going to go ahead and take that quick break to hear from our inspiring sponsor. And so we'll be back after this message. If you're ready to turn your coaching dreams into a reality, please reach out to one of our enrollment coaches today and ask about our fast track to ICF credential. All right, so welcome back. And as a quick reminder today, we're gonna to be exploring your full potential and how you can embody a mindset and discovering that and expressing it. Uh, we're here today with our guest, Larray Giddick. And for those of you that haven't met Larray yet, she is a pioneer in the coaching profession. She's an MCC and is the Director of Certification at Coaching Out of the Box. She started her career in 1999 when she founded Soul Designs International Coaching Limited. And in 2006, wait till you hear this, in 2006, Larray achieved her Master Certified Coach designation as one of the first 10 MCCs in Canada. So we've got a little bit of coaching royalty here today. Larray believes that there is latent potential that exists within each of us 
she believes that coaching is a way to tap into that potential in order to fully express our individual soul design and experience more fulfillment and ease. So welcome, Lorraine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just so excited to be celebrating and having um, our call on your 25th anniversary. Um, and I know the world is a better place because of all the work that you've been doing, Jen, for both us as you know, upcoming professionals following in your footsteps, but also for all those fortunate people that have had the opportunity to work with you and, uh, and experience your coaching brilliance. So oh. thank you. Coaching brilliance. I like the sound of that, Larry. Thanks for that. I think I'll wear that. You know, hey, I experienced it myself. So um, <laughs> I have, your experience. We have been fortunate to have known each other for for a lot of that twenty five years that we've yeah, been twenty three uh, years of it. Yeah, we've kind of parallel played. You know how kids, little kids, do the parallel play. <laughs> That's kind of how we've been. We've seen each other on lots of Zoom screens. Yes, and, and shared some some ideas, but um, it's really nice to be playing at a deeper level with you. I'm really excited about that. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I yeah. like that our sandboxes are getting closer together. It's right. Easy. Yes, and maybe we can even you know share shovels and pails and things now that we're playing. Yeah. You know, I love I love using play as a metaphor for coaching. Um, I, I often talk to to up coming coaches and training about thinking about the competencies as being different uh, pieces of equipment on a playground. And mm -hmm. so, you know, what's the monkey bars, you know, is that mindset, you know, and, and what, which one do you want to play on so that it, it kind of takes off that sense of coaching has to be hard. It has to be hard work. Um, so that kind of brings me to what you provided, um, as our quotes, um, so I think if we can launch from there, you know, that if you're, if you're working too hard, you're not coaching. So what do you want to share about this mindset and discovering your full potential? I think, uh, I'd like to start by sharing my heart around it. Mm. My heart around it is for coaches, both myself and my own experience, as well as coaches who I, who come into the uh, classes that I might lead and or offer uh, who are on their coach training and development journey uh, and often towards certification. Um, and just my journey is, is so similar to, to theirs. And I just noticed that there was this thread that, that, that seemed to be true for not all, but a lot of coaches who I came in contact with. And I saw coaches working, coming to coaching and really, you know, kind of trying to wrestle it to the ground <laughs> and approaching it like we do other things in our life, like getting an A in school or getting the promotion or like there's this achievement conditioning that we, uh, a lot of us, I can't say we all, that a lot of us seem to come to coaching having years of that type of conditioning. And then we arrive at coaching and it's destabilizing. We come here thinking it's one thing and we're going to be really good at it because I know too, most coaches have been doing some form of coaching organically and naturally their whole lives. And then they find out that there's this thing called coaching and it's like, oh, yay, there's this thing called coaching and it's where I fit. These are my people. This is my jam. This is what I'm doing. You know, already and it's so exciting and then you get into coach education and discover that oh wait this mm. is what I can achieve at well I can and it'll only take me so far because there are two really important aspects of coach coach development and that is 
the what we do as coaches, mm-hmm. the skills and the, the frameworks and the agreements and the competencies and all that good stuff. And then there's the who that we're being when we do what we do that really creates the impact for our clients and also the fulfillment for us. So, um, so that's really where my heart lies is just seeing the thread that um, just, I guess, just seeing this show up for so many people where they, they don't understand that they can't achieve at this thing, that it's really and just slowing down. And really, um, sometimes I say to coaches, actually a lot more lately, um, I find myself saying that coach, coach, becoming a coach is a self-love journey, mm. sometimes more than a skills and development journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you use that language with coaches that it's a self-love journey. So how, how do they, how does that land with them when you share that? Uh, that's the invitation to wonder. (laughs) So how does that land, you know, and, and it doesn't for some and Mm. for some, it actually is a skills piece or a framework piece, which is where I developed the coach me coaching conversation model was understanding that, that some coaches really needed a framework that they could trust and, and then through adopting that framework or embodying that framework, they could then express the competencies within the context of that and really rest in the framework and the structure. There was freedom within that structure for them to be themselves. So, um, so for some, it, it in fact is a skill and a development piece, and that brings the confidence for others. It's the, um, it's, it's coming to understand. So for those where the self-love is really the work, the personal development is really the work. It's really coming to understand that you are enough and that maintaining presence is actually the work and both internally and in your environment and with your client and, you know, in all ways that that presence is essential and important in coaching mm-hmm. and our self-doubt gets in the way, you know, that self-talk, all those things that are, are achieving motivations, those, you know, I have to do more. So I talk more in the in the session then then really give the client space or I need to drive for, for results because that's what I'm used to. Like that's where I get my sense of accomplishment or I get rewarded for results. Therefore, coaching says, nah, just be still. <laughs> and that's enough. Anything else is icing on the cake. And that's a difficult place to recalibrate, I think, for, for some folks and really um, allow that to, to be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking about a couple of different competencies that are kind of woven into to what you've shared, which is mindset mm-hmm. um, uh, and also maintaining presence. Um, and so let me run this past you. So not too terribly long ago, in the last few years, I came across an article online and they were inter- uh, interviewing Jay Perry. Do you remember Jay Perry from, yes. from back? <laughs> so So he's one of the first people, I think, that may have sat around the table with some of the coaches who really founded coaching as a profession. Um, so anyway, he's, he's from back in the day. And he, he was asked, what's your favorite definition of coaching? And his, his answer was coaching is love. Mm. Yeah. It feels like that fits with what you're sharing. It is, it is, it is. 
and I don't know if this is too much of a leap, but coaching is love and love is based in trust mm-hmm. and safety, emotional, psychological, spiritual safety, and trust is the absence of fear. Oh. So at, and, and I, th- there is all kinds of different types of coaching. There is the coaching for goals and results. There is that type of coaching. Mm-hmm. If the environment is one of trust and safety, and that's what the agreement is around, then go, go for it. Do you reach those goals? They, what I've found over the years is that the real sustainable change and development and evolution of a human being in relationship to the outcomes they want to achieve is really what our profession is is becoming more and more and expanding into is that it and and coaching provides that trusting safe space I think it's part of what we do naturally us as coaches I don't know about you but I was you know I spent my teens being the person that people came to and mm-hmm. I think I had the answers and was so relieved when I came to coaching and discovered that I didn't, but it was also where my work was because that's where my value was, was mm-hmm. in providing these answers for people and, oh, you know, being the person that was, you know, so brilliant. But I had to learn that, no, in fact, that isn't where your brilliance lies. Your brilliance is in loving people and honoring them and inviting them to a space of non-judgment with you within the coaching process and coaching space and within themselves as a result Mm -hmm. and the playground analogy comes in and then we're on the play coaching seems to be whether it's one-on-one or with a group it is that safe space playground where people can try stuff on maybe share things that they spend energy and time and um life force and creativity hiding from the world it's okay to share those parts of themselves in a coaching environment because of the unique special environment that we as coaches and and our competencies invite us to create and hold for others. Mm -hmm. So, so a lot can happen when that vulnerability, Brene Brown has done some beautiful social research, vulnerability and shame being a place of disconnection. So if we can invite people to, unfurl and unfold and and express that that shame and um elizabeth gilbert quote speaks to this piece of what we're talking about to be seen fully seen and loved anyway is a human offering that borders on miraculous wow <laughs> love right there yes, that is hey perry nailed it way back then and mm-hmm. i think that we've worked hard at coaching making it some like because it had to be something else. It couldn't just be that. Right. It needs to be measurable, right? We have to resolve, like, you know, oh, I'm so glad. I, I would love to hear that that podcast or that interview. If you could share that with me. If I can would... find it again. It was an article that was online, but it wasn't too terribly long ago that, that it came out. So I think this is the evolution of coaching. I, I think, okay, let me try this on okay. you. So okay. I think those were the 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 roots of coaching was very much in creating a safe space for people to look at their lives in a way that they had no other opportunity to look at their lives. Um, I remember the day that, that my mentor coach, who's no longer with us, Ginger Cockrum, um, if you remember Ginger as well, such a stunning human. (laughs) 
but, um, but, you know, she looked at, she said to me one day, she said, you know, um, the, the, the phrase that we've been using is personal coaching, but there's a new term that's coming out, which is life coaching. And I was like, life coaching, personal coaching, life. Co okay. Okay. I've gotten, gotten back to calling it personal coaching because I think it's so important to keep the person it, front and center that we are coaching a person. So of course it's personal. So whether it's business coaching or executive coaching, whatever the format might be, whatever type of coaching, there's a person at the center of it. And we as coaches, we are a person. And so it's two persons connecting in a way that is full of trust and honor and potential and belief, right? And for me, that's love. So, so I think it's interesting what's going on in our industry and who is coming into it now and what they're asking themselves about what is coaching. And also what coaching is becoming in response to the explosion that has become the coaching industry. Mm -hmm. You know, it used to be, uh, again, this is my own, I, I would like to own this as my own perception and my own bias based on my own experience. And I'm only now starting to have conversations that that help me see whether my experience is shared or if it's just, you know, my own view of the world. But mm -hmm. my sense is that in the early days, coaching was very much a calling. Mm -hmm. And while it still is, it's also so many other things and provides something for more people mm -hmm. so people are coming into the industry uh, for different reasons it's not necessarily just the calling to something mm -hmm. which I believe was really important at the beginning because of the results focus in our society overall and maybe even the globe I I, I can only you know I'm, I'm raised in North America I share those core values I can't help it but I'm also aware that perhaps it's not the same everywhere in the world but it seems to be, <laughs> given that I coach globally, right? it's safe to say that this results focus, this results focus has forgot, has, has, has pulled us away from our humanness. Mm. And coaching emerged as a way to balance that. Mm -hmm. You were just saying about the importance of personal coaching and keeping it personal invites that humanness back in and kind of balances out this this. This, these results and that at a very micro level is actually what happens inside a coach when they come to coach education and really start to understand what it means to embody the coaching mindset I mean that in itself is a journey mm -hmm. and um and they oh gosh I, I lost track of what I was saying I know you get so passionate right I know I'm so excited <laughs> um maybe it's just okay that I stopped there but that 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 mm -hmm. uh, really coming to understand what, what coaching is in its essence within oneself is, um, is, oh, is taking the focus off results, trusting the results will happen. Mm. This isn't just about trusting the process of coaching and your skills and all the what of coaching. Mm -hmm. It's deep trust in who I am, who my client is, and the process. So it, it's, it's trust in all of that, which is all very unknown. So as a coach, I, in, in order to trust my client, in order to trust the process and let go of results, which is the standard measure for success, right? there is stepping into a lot of unknown and uncertainty. 
um, and, and learning to be in, in relationship with that uncertainty in a new way is a skills journey, yes, because there's framework and there's ways to work mm -hmm. with space and that unknown to create some context and then let go so the content can emerge and it can be responsive and co-creative. It's such an incredibly, you know, you talked about it being an honor to coach all these years. Mm -hmm. it, it, I can't think of a greater privilege mm -hmm. to witness others un unfold and and, and come to self-love and trust and achieve results as a result. As a result. It's, it's almost inevitable. Yes. It's like the results okay, are inevitable. That's what you want to achieve. We'll check in on that on a regular basis. Now, where's the work? Exactly. The What's from center now? With ease. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be hard. Like coaching doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. And that goes back to that quote. If you're working hard, you're not coaching. So, so, Ray, I'm conscious of the fact that you stepped into a recently, fairly recently, new role with Coaching Out of the Box mm -hmm. um, as Director of Certification. I think I have your title right there. Mm -hmm. There's more than one level of certification, right? And so a lot of the, the people coming in and for initial training into any coach, coach training program, they're at the ACC level. Um, and so I'm kind of curious what your perspective is about that journey through the levels of certification, how it relates to this concept of who you are is every bit as important as the skills, the context of coaching. What are your thoughts there? That's a beautiful question. And I think really relevant for the audience. Mm -hmm. um, so ACC very much from my perspective is about the what. It's really about understanding that what coaching is, mm -hmm. what I might have thought it was coming right. in. If I, and also the, the skills and the framework and the competencies. And really, you know, let's say I just come to the park and I'm checking out all the different things I can play with and mm -hmm. make up this park. You know how parks are defined often by sand or chips of of cedar or something like that, and then there's grass. It's like, so what is what is that space? What's in that space to play with? Right. And getting a handle on that um, at the ACC level and beginning to practice and start to feel that. And I find too, it's also uh, very much about stepping out of the driver's seat and starting to, to get a sense of what it means to be a coach and, and stay in the role of coach and get some experience and some understanding of what that, that means to let the client lead. Mm -hmm. Very much the work of an ACC coach. Um, so there's bumping into your own stuff and sort of starting to, while you learn about the landscape of coaching, you learn about the landscape within yourself of where that working hard shows up. It's like, ooh, there I am driving again. Ooh, there I am questioning, right? Stating questions. You know, you that's an open question, but really <laughs> asked and hidden as an open question. It's very smart. Coaches are very smart. Um, and then PCC is about, oh, I'm on the playground with my client. How do, and it's this emphasis on partnering and co-creating and, and being part of the conversation in a coach-like way, bringing myself back onto the playground with my client mm -hmm. and, and really understanding uh, what the behaviors of partnering look like and really letting go a little bit more, inviting more trust in to the process, to my clients, 
I can't do that without trusting myself and pushing the edges of that. Um, and then the MCC is really that full embodiment, full integration, and uh, and then possibly more than we can even imagine. Um, because I, I think the MCC, as I came to, to I thought I'd arrived in mm-hmm. 2006, only to find out it was really just the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to burst anyone's bubble, but the growth continues, the evolution of self continues, the self-love expands even more. And, uh, and so does the fulfillment. Well, that was just beautifully put. I had no idea what you were going to share. <laughs> just surpassed my, I, that was a question I had out of pure curiosity. So thank you for that. I'm, you know, the thing about the MCC and that, and that pathway through it, um, I remember hearing, uh, there was some kind of a saying going around that, that at the MCC level, it's art. And so so when you think about an artist honing, honing their, their craft, their ability, um, and, and so one of my favorite quotes is Georgia O'Keeffe. Mm-hmm. At one point, she woke up one morning and she'd been classically trained. She learned how to paint like the masters. And so she was highly skilled at that, highly valued. People bought her work. She woke up one morning and she said, am I going to continue to paint to please other people or am I going to paint to please myself? So she, she made the, the choice to paint to please herself, but then she came back and she said, but I am so glad I learned how to do what the masters taught us to do so that I knew what was that and what was Georgia. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That, that is it. That is the ACC, PCC, MCC journey. Mm-hmm. It is, what does it mean to coach and understand those competencies and align with that ethical way of being? Like what... And then embodying that fully so one can own it and find one's own self-expression along the way. It's happening along the way. Mm -hmm. And that's the self-love. I can't own something without truly, truly loving myself fully. And I mean, maybe that's hard for people to hear. Maybe people don't agree with that. Um, but what I've noticed is that at the MCC level, the art of my own self-expression of coaching is really what that is. It's the art of Larray. It's the art of Jen. It's the art mm-hmm. of expression of this because you fully embodied the competencies. There's, they, they are part of your DNA. You've integrated them fully. Yeah. Yeah. And so your expression of those is very fluid and very organic and very seamless. And I, yeah, I, I liken it again to another analogy. If for anyone who's watched ballroom dancing, it's it's the difference between the the couple that win the ballroom dancing and second place. Mm. It's, it's it's in it's in their way of being together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, so Lorraine, I'm just, I just want to say love for everyone, right? Yeah. <laughs> love yourself, love your clients, love coaching, love the potential of all of this, you know? And I think you've, you said they may not agree with you and that's okay. Cause that is the point of getting into these conversations is to spur that conversation within other people. And I think you've done a beautiful job of that today of inspiring our listeners to really think about how they relate to the meaning and the purpose of coaching. So, um, so thank you for, for this freewheeling, lovely conversation. Um, it's wonderful to hear what your thoughts are and, and, and get that glimpse as to 
someone who's who's leading the way for us, many of us here at Coaching Out of the Box. I'm really, really happy that you stepped into that role. And I'm really happy that you agreed to be here and be my guest today. So thank you. And Lorraine, I'm sure there are people who would love to continue this conversation with you around this. So how can people reach you um, if that is what's on their mind and in their heart? Um, they can reach me through either of my websites, uh, Lorray at souldesigns.ca mm -hmm. or Lorray at souldesignscoaches.com. Okay. Which is my continuing education for coaches site. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right. So what's your next stretch, Lorray? My next stretch is to step into a leadership role along with three other co-founders to establish an organization that is that's intention is to transcend coaching edits it is today and increase and expand the consciousness of the globe in a big way Wow, I did not know that. <laughs> a pretty big stretch and it's exhilarating. Mm. And the timing is beautiful, aligned and dare I say perfect. Wow, of course it is because you have an open heart. I'm glad. Okay, so that sounds like a future show. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But I would, I would love to have you back at some point. I know that you've got some other things that are kind of, on the burner brewing away so we'll uh we'll we'll bookmark that and um but i really want to thank you for for sharing your your inspiring perspectives for everybody today um so right now we're going to take a quick break and when we come back i'm going to share some news from the world of coaching and tell you how you can apply to be a guest on the inspiring coaches show so Lorraine, if you can hang out for just a second longer that would be great um so we're going to take a break right now Hello, on behalf of all of us here at the International Coaching Group, also known as Coaching Out of the Box, we'd like to thank you for joining us today. We hope you are enjoying the Inspiring Coaches Show. This podcast is just one example of the many resources and tools we offer in support of coaching journeys or careers all over the world. If you are looking for an ICF accredited coach educator, please look no further. Okay, welcome back. So I pulled a bit of news from the world of coaching. On August 25th, the Calgary Charter Chapter of the ICF is sponsoring a Zoom webinar, The Power of Pause, The New Science of Brain Breaks, Stress Reduction, and Self-Care with James Garrett. And you can find out more about that by visiting the icfcalgarycharter.com, icfcalgarycharter.com. So there should be enough time for you to get registered for that. And there's some other things that they're offering that look pretty interesting as well. Um, you can also apply to be a guest of the Inspiring Coaches podcast uh, and, and come talk with me for a bit. Uh, so we're looking for inspiring guests. If you're interested in joining me on the show, you can send an email to jennifer at coachingoutofthebox.com. If you could include your topic idea and a short blurb on how you think it might inspire coaches to bring their professional dreams to life. That would be wonderful. 
So as we all know, coaches love to express gratitude. So thank you to today's inspiring guest, Lorraine. Yay, Lorraine, get it. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and thank you to our sponsor, Coaching Out of the Box. And most of all, thank you to you, dear coach, our listener, for committing yourself to constantly seeking inspiration to bring your professional coaching dreams to life. Until next time, I'm Jen Anderson, and this is the Inspiring Coaches Show. <laughs>